Hey guys, we just wanted to come on here and tell you about how we started our podcast because we were super overwhelmed to begin with, but then we found this app that made it so incredibly easy. Yes. If you guys are interested in starting your own podcast, check out the Anchor app. It has all the tools that you need to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when you're hosting on Anchor, you can actually distribute your podcast on other listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and more. Um, Honestly, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And the best part is it's 100% free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. Hi. Hey. Hey. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm good. I am I am tired, but good. It's been like we just ended up like drinking the past three nights, which I didn't plan on it. It was all it was like all like last minute, like, hey, do you wanna come over and have gin and tonics? We're like, hey, come over for like a like a wine night and we're like, Oh yeah. And then it just, you know, snowballs and Yeah. Oh my gosh, I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jen and her husband came out to New York City yesterday. And whenever you start with bottomless mimosas, you know, it, you know it doesn't the go, direction. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, it's it's really fun. I feel like it doesn't always. <laughs> um, it's a the choice. trajectory of the day. Because yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, how many do I need to have to make this worth it? Like how many, how much is one mimosa? Okay, so we each have to have four. So then they're huge, and then you're just slamming how, them. How much was the bottomless? 35. Yikes. Okay. I didn't think that was so bad, though, um, for New York. Yeah, for New, I'm like, New York, it's, what, like 15 here, maybe? Some places it's 10. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, that's that's really good. And dangerous as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I love I love a brunch. I love a day drink too because we were in bed by nine. Oh my god, yeah. It's it's really That's the way great. to go. Like yeah, these last couple nights it was not a day drink situation. It was like a nighttime <laughs> drinking and like Yeah. Oh, I feel like that just like sets me back several days. Um but it was fun. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, so today we're gonna do the um opposite interview i'm going to interview hannah about all of her travel adventures um and she's has like all the stories um so many more than me so i'm really excited to hear all of it um (laughs) hannah so how did you find out about travel nursing and like get interested in in it in the first place i feel like i was pretty similar to you where i was just at work and i met some other staff nurses who would talk about their travels, like they had just returned or something like that. So I was always curious about it, but it kind of seemed something like so far off, like, oh, that's so cool, but I don't know if I could do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I just kind of talked to everybody on the floor who I knew was a tra- like either is was a current traveler or did traveling before. And it just really got me interested and I really like looked up to them. I thought it was like really cool and brave um and everybody who said that they traveled they said it was the best thing that they've ever done and then all the older nurses who didn't travel said it was their biggest regret so that's kind of why I was like I feel like I have to do it at least try it once for three months if I hate it I can come back and here I am four years later totally I mean yeah, that's awesome. I feel like I felt that's yeah how I felt too. I was like, I feel like I just have to do this. Like, it's such a great opportunity. Like, why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Um, yeah. How did you find your like recruiter agency, like first assignment and all that? Oh man, I 
So my best friend Molly got me a book called Highway Hypodermics, and it was all about travel nursing. And she listed out like all of the different agencies. And I remember taking notes and I was like, okay, there's this one and this one. And I was going to like look into every single one. But at the time they didn't have like the Vivian app and everything, which makes it so much easier. But I think I signed up, like gave my contact information to a few different agencies. So I was like talking to a few and then total med just ended up finding the job for me first. So that's why I went with them. Nice. And were you paired with your recruiter that you've been working with or was it a different one? It was a different one and I didn't like her, (laughs) (laughs) but she kind of like pressured me into the job. I mean, I'm glad I took it. My first place was San Diego and yeah, she was basically like, well, you're not going to get another one. You're not going to get anything better than this kind of thing. Like, Uh, like very condescending and talked down to me because I was young and I only had two, two years of experience. So, mm -hmm. but she was rude and I felt like, I felt like she wasn't really on my team. It almost felt like we were like clashing a lot. Like, I don't know. I just didn't like the vibe, but it was fine. I used her for one switched to American mobile and then came back to total med. But for this, my awesome recruiter, Sean, who many of you have talked to. (laughs) I love that so much. He's probably like, hell yeah, yeah, thanks, Han. (laughs) I know. He's like, thank you so much for all of your referrals. (laughs) Oh, he's so I'm referring them because he's the best, you know? Right. That's awesome. So San Diego, love it. Mm -hmm. Um, So you went all the way from Pittsburgh to San Diego. Right. Yeah, I I quit my job in Pittsburgh and then I came to New Jersey. Okay. Um, so I stayed I stayed for like a month or so with my parents, and then packed up from here. And my dad drove with me out to San Diego. Got so it. It was okay. a full cross country trip. <laughs> totally. I was gonna say, did you do that by yourself? That would be a lot. Um, where did you live in San Diego? Um, the first three months I lived in Escondido, and then my second three months I lived in Solana Beach was very nice oh my gosh oh both great areas um I mean Escondido that's so funny I don't know if I remembered (laughs) that that's so close to where I grew up like literally the next town over um so that's hilarious um I know I I like Escondido actually yeah I mean there's so many suburbia but totally yeah but there's I mean it's close to a lot of things like it's kind of central and um so how, so you obviously stayed there for six months. You liked that assignment. Like, what was it like? I did. Yeah. So I was at, uh, I mean, I don't care. I'm going to say the hospital for this one, but I was at Shady Rady. Because <laughs> um, a lot of people say like, I don't know, it's it's run by travelers. A lot of people have a lot of problems with it. Um, but for my specific assignment, I was, I actually like bombed my interview with them. Um, because they called me, I, oh my gosh, I am still not over this. (laughs) I, my recruiter says, what time would you be available to interview? And I said, I'm working nights. I don't get up until around three or four. So Eastern time. So call me around three or four or have them call me, whatever. I get a call from like a San Diego number at 10 AM. Cool. I'm in a full sleep retainer in. But I panic because I, I had my phone on just in case. Like, I'm sure. like, panic, wake up, rip the retainer out of my mouth, try to, like, like wake myself up. And then they're asking me questions, and I'm just like, uh, I'm sorry. I just woke up. Uh, and I was so nervous, and I couldn't oh, even yeah. think of anything. And then they were like, well, you know, do you have experience with this? Do you have experience with that? And I was like, No. Because I came from level three and this was a level four. And they were like, well, I don't really know if you're going to be the best fit for this unit. But you could work at one of our satellite NICUs. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, And then I ended up getting, like, I was on contract with the satellite over in Marietta or Rancho Springs. Yeah, it was called Rancho Springs. It was up in Marietta. Okay. So that's, yeah, you know, but it's like 
30 minutes north of Escondido. Uh-huh. And Escondido is 30 minutes north of San Diego. Yep. So I was there for three months, but I floated about 50% of the time to other satellites. So they would call me at 5 a.m. and be like, hey, we need you in Encinitas. Hey, we need you in La Jolla. Hey, we need you at the main, whatever. I didn't care. Like for my first assignment, I was just happy to be in California. Um, I was excited to be there. So yeah, I didn't no, mind. Totally. I, I think now I'd be like, this is annoying. Or like, I expect a certain amount of compensation to be doing, to be driving all over. Totally. But at the time I loved it and I thought it was a really good experience. And I really loved La Jolla, that hospital. Um, so then for my second three months, I extended, but I like switched over to that hospital. Oh, cool. And I okay. absolutely loved it there. That was like a great, great NICU. Oh, so fun. And then you lived like right on the beach. Yeah. Oh my God. 10 minutes away from work. Oh, yeah. that's perfect. That's And so that's perfect. when Cheyenne came out and met me too. So yeah, one of my best friends, we were able to live together. I think she worked up in not Ocean Beach. What's the other one? Like a little bit north or Oceanside maybe? Up oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oceanside. You know what I'm talking Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she worked up there. So so we were kind of like in between. Yeah. Yeah. It was so fun. Oh, my gosh. gosh. I loved it there. Yeah. What did you do on your days off? So let's see. I got there in the summer. So I started in July and then I must have ended in like, it was, must've been like right before the winter and, oh, the, the summer I was just at the beach all the time and it was hot. So like I could swim, um, and I would just go by myself too and just like lay out and read and all that. Um, and like two of my best friends from nursing school lived there too. They were Navy nurses. So I got to see them a lot and like they got to show me around. One of them lived in Little Italy. So that was really cool. Cute. Yeah, that was fun. So and there's just so much good food there and good beer. Like I loved all the breweries so much. Ballast Point and Stone. Mm-hmm. I was at Stone all the time because um, there's one in Escondido. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have I, did I ever tell you that my mom's, the company my mom worked for, the construction company, like built that? Oh, really? Yeah, so cool. we would go all the time. Um, That's so funny. Yeah, it was like my it's favorite a great place to spot. go. Oh my yeah, gosh. it's so beautiful. Um, and it's like this little hidden gem. Like you really don't know that it exists. You have to, or like, I mean, it's just in a really random area. It's not like it is right on the side of the highway. Like you have to know where to go. And um, at least back in the day when it was like brand new, no one really knew about it. But um, yeah. it's super pretty. It's like you're in Disney World or something like there's waterfalls and like little trails and it's very like jungly and mm-hmm. cool and yeah the beer is so good and and they have really good food too mm-hmm. their food um, is bomb yeah so i love yeah. that um jen and scott again came out to visit me there and that was really fun because we did like we went wine tasting in temecula fun which is honestly underrated because I thought, I mean, I know this is a hot take, but I thought it was prettier than Napa. Oh. Like, I Napa's gorgeous, it, but it's different. I haven't been to, like, really Temecula. Like, it wasn't, oh, like, really? a place, a destination that we went growing up. Um, like, we, I think I had, like, some, like, cheer, like, football games there, you know, that I had mm-hmm. to go cheer for. But, like, that's literally it. Like, we didn't ever go there. So I have no concept of Temecula. Oh, wow. Yeah, I loved it. I, I thought it was gorgeous, like the um, rolling mountainous, like hillsides. It's very green and, and scenic. And I drove up there almost every day for work. And I loved my drive because mm-hmm. the sun would be rising to my right, I think. Does that make sense? Yeah. Rises in the east, right? Sits in the west. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really smart, guys. Don't worry. But yeah, I'd be rising to my right. And then the hot air balloons would be taking me off. And I got to see that like every day. That was really, really cool. Um, But yeah, wine tasting. I mean, obviously like a lot of drinking and a lot of like food there. But yeah, the beach um, going out in OB is really fun and PB. Mm -hmm. A lot of really good bars. Like um, 
what else? I did, like, I went up to, like, Laguna Beach, and um, I had a lot of visitors there. Like, my parents came out. My grandparents came out. Um, yeah, we just did all the all the touristy things, like, all the museums. Um, yeah, it was a really good lifestyle there. Yeah, I love it. It's really, it is, like, so nice there. Um mm-hmm. It, it is. It's lovely. Um, so after your six months there, where did you go? My next stop was Seattle. I almost didn't leave Santa. What, where are we talking about? San Diego. Yes. <laughs> I almost didn't leave San Diego because I was just like so happy there. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know if I need to go anywhere else like I could be really happy here if I stayed mm-hmm. um, obviously I'm really glad that I left because then in, I went to Seattle by myself which that was kind of scary too because I had a lot of friends in San Diego like I had a lot of friendly faces and people that I could lean on if I needed to mm-hmm. and the whole Seattle thing was Cheyenne's idea because she was, well, she was just like, we should go there next. And I was like, okay, sure. Sounds good. I'll get my Washington license and apply. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting a job and she didn't. So I had to decide, like, should I go without her? And, I, you know, I felt bad because, like, we kind of wanted to travel together. Yeah. So I felt kind of bad. But then at the same time, I was like, I have this opportunity. I should definitely do it. Yeah. Um. So I did. I went by myself. I did that drive by myself. I got stuck in Oregon in a giant snowstorm. That was crazy. Oh my in God. my little Honda Fit. <laughs> I was like sliding all over the road. Casual. My Airbnb, <laughs> my Airbnb host like pushed my car out for me because I had work like the next day. I was like panicking. Oh my gosh. That's really sweet of them. <laughs> he was cute. Um, yeah. So got to Seattle and I did... Seattle for six months and also could live there like that was that was my favorite for sure totally yeah I wish I had done Seattle that was on my list it's okay I just gotta visit someday yeah it's 100 percent. yeah you'll yeah love it. um and did you live like I don't really know a lot about Seattle but did you live like in the downtown area I lived no I lived in Bellevue so that's like you have Seattle you have water on each side and then you cross the bridge on the right side, and then it's, like, right over there. Because I worked okay. up there, too. Um, I worked in Kirkland, which is, like, right north of, of Bellevue. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. What were your it's favorite things about Seattle? Oh, my gosh. Like, everything. I think what I love about it is you still have your city and tons of activities to do in the city. Like, same thing breweries and bars and restaurants and just um, parks and skyline views and rooftops and all that kind of thing. And then you travel like 20 minutes outside of the city and you're at this like amazing, gorgeous hike. Mm -hmm. There's so much hiking, so much nature, so many weekend trips. Like you can hop on a ferry and be at one of the San Juan islands within a couple of hours you have Olympic National Park. You have the Cascades. You have um, Mount Rainier. You can go up to Vancouver and visit Canada. You can ski Whistler. You can go south and go to Portland. Um, you've got the coast. And, like, the Oregon coast is absolutely gorgeous. And same with the Washington coast. But, um, yeah, I just think that's really cool. Oh, and then there's, like, if you go a little bit east, it's a completely different landscape, which is where Eric is from. He's from, like, eastern Washington. And it's, like, you go from, like, the Pacific Northwest, which is, like, a bubble of, it's, like, a rainforest. It's it's protected by this mountain range, which makes it really wet and green. Mm-hmm. But then you pass, it's, like, Colorado, actually. Well, not exactly, but the same kind of vibe. Like, Denver is, like, mountains or, like, you know, a little bit west of Denver mountains. And then you go east, and it's fucking Kansas. Yeah. Like, it's kind of the same thing. Like Interesting. You have, yeah, you have, like, your rainforest on the west side, and then you kind of pass through that, and then where Eric's from, it's, like, dry, it's cornfields, it's, like, completely different. 
Oh my God. I had literally no idea. I, yeah, that's so interesting. I didn't know that either until I drove through it and I was just like, Oh, this is weird. This is not what you think of when you think, you just think the whole place is going to be like a forest. Um, yeah, that's exactly like literally what I thought completely. Yeah. Like lush um, and green and hills and mountains and everything. Yeah. There's a really cool lake in Washington, a little bit east called Lake Chelan that I visited. And it's so cool. Like there's so many lakes in Washington and, and usually the, the lakes that I went to would be like Alpine lakes with the bright blues and the forest and the ice and everything. This is, this lake is like really long and skinny. It's super hot there. The, the landscape, it, it is mountainous, but they're not huge mountains. They're more like rolling hills and it's more dry and it's wine and it's basically wine country there. So I went there on a girl's trip and we did like wine tasting and we rented jet skis and stuff. And it just like, doesn't look like what you would expect Washington to look like, but that's really fun too. Oh my God. Yeah. It's cool. There's so much, there's so much to do. That sounds amazing. Maybe my bachelorette will have to be there. (laughs) I think that's a great idea. (laughs) Then you can go. (laughs) Yes, because I'm like, oh, God, I don't know how I'm going to get out there, like, anytime soon. Like, there's no way. Um, Mm -hmm. And then going from the East Coast is a long way to go, like, if you're just going for a trip, you know, like, Mm -hmm. with me and Dan. Like, I mean, it'd be worth it, but I still feel like I I need a really good reason to, like, visit someone or, Mm -hmm. yeah, something like that. Yeah, so... Obviously, this is the contract where you met Eric. Um, <laughs> how like far into your contract were you when you met him? It was the very beginning because when I was le- when I knew I was leaving San Diego, I switched my location on my Hinge app, and I was like, "I'm changing it to Seattle." So I started like matching with these Seattle I love boys because <laughs> I was like, "Gotta get ahead, like <laughs> gotta set up some dates for when I get there because I don't have any friends." And like you mentioned so many times, it's a great way to meet people and great way to like explore the city. Um, Yep. So I had like a few potential suitors, but I had like potential suitors. (laughs) I did. (laughs) But I had this feeling like about his profile. I was just like, I feel like I'm gonna click with him the most. I don't know what it was, but there's something. What was yeah? What was Eric's profile like? Oh, I'll have to send you the pics. I still have screenshots. Oh, I love it. Yes. He had, like, he had a selfie. Um, he had a picture of him feeding a goat beer, which I thought was, like, funny. Um, he has this, like, Facebook profile picture where he's leaning against the door in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think just, like, his responses. Uh, on the hinge questions and stuff. I was like, he seems like kind of funny and like sarcastic and stuff. Um, and just like nice. And yeah. So he said, text me when you get to Seattle. Here's okay. my number. So I was like, okay. And then I did. And he was like, who the fuck is this? Like, you know, he probably had a bunch of matches too. And he was surprised that I actually texted him. But what I like, like, what I like here. About, yeah. I'm here. Let's hang. <laughs> But what I liked about him, like, initially was he, he's not a texter. He's never been a texter. But he was not trying to be – he wasn't trying to be my pen pal. He was just kind of like, when are you available to meet for coffee? And I was like, all right, let's just let's just do it because we'll know very soon if we vibe or not. And then if we vibe, great. And if we don't, thanks for the coffee. Thanks exactly. For yeah. But just like you and Dan, like – we, our first date lasted for like six hours. Oh my god! Uh, and you went for coffee. That's what you did. Yeah, we went to okay. the excuse me, the Starbucks Reserve Roastery, which is like really cool. It's like a it's a touristy thing to do in Seattle, but it's cool. It's like um, it's like a giant Starbucks, and they have all the drinks, and but they also have like pizzas and like tons of food. And then there's like you can see the beans in this thing like going around and like. You can, they'll like have you sniff the beans and like, I don't know, you kind of like learn stuff and it's, yeah. just, it's just really cool to see. So we got a coffee there, walked around and then we were just like vibing and he was, and I was like talking about San Diego breweries and I was like, oh, what's your favorite one here? And he was like, oh, I really like Fremont Brewery. 
do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, okay, fuck it. Like, yeah. So I got in an Uber with him, strange man, went to Fremont and had like two beers. And then he's like, oh, you hungry? I was like, yeah, I could eat. Takes me to some like nice ass Italian restaurant. Like, oh my God, go Eric. Yeah, it was I fun. Love it. No. Oh, he impressed so, me. I'm glad. <laughs> and then you just like rest is history. You guys just we each went on one more date. Um, he I think already had a date set up like later on in that week, and then I went on one more date. And the guy, the other guy I met like on paper or like on the app, looked almost exactly like Eric. Like he was. Um, they were both financial planners i think they were both the same age they were both like <laughs> good looking white dudes whatever um but this guy was weird like it was just like a, an instant thing i was just like uh this is not my vibe but well i'll get more into that on our bad dating stories episode oh but, totally oh that's yeah. gonna be a good one that's yeah. gonna be a really good one um i but love that's it I, like, I just think i'm not gonna ruin this good thing that we have going so and then we were dating Oh my gosh. Okay. So you guys, so that was the beginning of your contract and you said you stayed there for like six months. Um, I mean, yeah, like the biggest thing with, you know, Dan and I was, you know, you're leaving at the end of this. Like I, what are we going to do about that? So what did you guys do? And like, how did you, you know, resolve all of those, um, worries, I guess. Yeah. I, I, you know, we were official. So we knew that, like, we were going to be in a relationship no matter what. Um, I don't remember exactly, like, how, like, the conversations that we had. Like, there wasn't a lot of stress about it. I was just kind of like, well, I'll just keep extending. It's fine. Yeah. You know? Um, and I loved it there. I was loving my life. So I was really happy to stay. But I don't know. We were probably, like... I was probably on my second contract and maybe midway through. And one day he was just like, I was thinking for your next contract, like we could just go together. And I was like, Oh, so, okay. I didn't even know that was an option. Um, and you know, he started like trying it out and like working from home while he was in Seattle, which was perfect. Cause his, his office was like under construction. So he got to try it. And it was working out really well. And yeah, he was kind of like, well, I don't see why I couldn't do that from anywhere. So he, um, yeah, we ended up finding our next, my next contract in Santa Rosa, California. Um, and yeah, he ended up renting out his condo and he still does two travel nurses. So Seattle travel nurses hit him up. He's got a great little, um, studio. It's really cool. It's right downtown. Um, and then, yeah, we, we moved in together after six months. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. But like, Crazy. obviously it went super well because here you are. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you guys moved to Santa Rosa, which also is a super great area. I feel like you've been in all these like amazing, amazing cities that I love so much. That whole, I mean, Northern California is so fun too. Yeah. It was cool because, you know, I already did Southern California and it really is a whole different world up there. Um, Yeah. For those of you who aren't familiar with Santa Rosa, it's about 45 minutes from like the top of Napa. So we could get to Calistoga in like 45 minutes. So we would just go like any night. Like we'd just be like, want to go to Napa? Sure. And there's so many wineries like along the way too, like anywhere in that area. Like you don't have to go all the way to Napa. Um, I actually like Sonoma a lot better than Napa itself. I was just going to say that. Yeah, totally agree. So cute. All the wine there is good. You can't go wrong. We learned so much about wine and that's, I really loved traveling with, I mean, we still, I mean, I still kind of travel with Eric, but you know, he's a little bit more like stable, like, in Pittsburgh for school or like in New York for mm-hmm. his internship. So when I say like when we traveled together, it's it's more of like that West Coast, like we were moving around together yeah. thing. But um I loved how like we just would immerse ourselves in whatever the thing to do in that city was. So like Santa Rosa, you you drink wine. So we we learned. And 
we had our notebooks and we would like take notes and oh, he, cute. he loves it. He would like, we would be like looking at the color and smelling it and like, oh, what are you getting that berry pie like flavor? That's so <laughs> and, fun. Yeah, it was really fun. I really did enjoy it there. Um, the hospital itself was like, whatever. Um, I didn't really feel the need to stay for another contract, but it was really cool to do for three months. Okay. So you just were there for three months. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What, where else did you explore like in that area? So we did the Napa thing. We did like the Redwoods, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, San Francisco, of course, we made a few day trips down there and did all the tourist stuff. Um, totally. Of SF. Um, gosh, what else? We did Yosemite for the first time that fall. And yeah, we just like absolutely fell in love with Yosemite. And it was cool too, because we like saw Half Dome on one of the hikes and we're just like, that's crazy. Like, we're doing that. We're, we're going to do that. And we fucking did it. We came that's back. Like, freaking great. I need to go. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Another, another amazing, amazing place. Um, I think, I don't remember if it was a Santa Rosa contract or my Santa Barbara contract, but we did drive like the whole coast of California, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, a lot of really cool day trips there too. Like Santa Rosa itself, like the town is cute. It's really small. Um, oh, and it's, it's actually the home of Pliny the Elder, which is like Russian one of the River. best IPs. Yeah. Russian best River Brewing Company. Yeah. It's yeah, so it's good. So- it is. And it's like, it doesn't come out very often. Like you have to like know when it's about to come out and like, go get it. Yeah. Or if, or they're Pliny the Younger. There's like one of them. There's one like. Um, I think the Younger is the one that is that, like. That doesn't come out super often. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That one then. Yeah. Then Pliny is around. But yeah, Pliny the Younger, you got to like. Yeah. Get after it. I haven't ever had the Younger, but I've had lots of the Elder. So bummer. So good. We were there all the time. That was yeah. really fun too. That was like our spot. So I love that. that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. And then she ha- I'm like, you have so many contracts. Um after <laughs> that, then after um, that, we came to Denver. Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's where Hannah and I met. And it was so, so cute. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. Denver was a bummer to me because I've always been obsessed with Denver because my cousins are from there. And I would always visit them and I was like, oh my gosh, just, I can't believe you live here. It's so beautiful. And I just always, I'm a mountain gal. Like I just loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that I wanted a contract there really, really bad. So, and I got this contract. I don't know how it was for you, but I was able to lock down that contract even before I left for Santa Rosa. They were trying to like stock up those winter travelers way ahead of time. So I feel like I got it like decently ahead of time. I would say that. That's like yeah. the only one that I've ever had that happen to me. Um, but I was so excited because I, and also that well, the hospital was like, I had visited it in, when I was in like high school before I was in, in nursing school even. And I was like, I want to work here. Like, it was just really cool because I was it's like, a, yeah, I was like, it's coming full circle. Um, you know, and it, it was a winter contract. So we did some skiing and stuff. But then, you know, COVID. The world shut life. down. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily and I had ju- like our friendship is really cool to me because like we barely knew each other for that long. But like mm-hmm. we're best friends. I know. It's great. It's, it is like so crazy. Um. <laughs> But, like, yeah, we obviously just, like, it's just yeah. one of those friendships that just, like, hit it off. We were so excited to do all this fun stuff together. It was just about to be your birthday. We were going to go out. We were going to do brunch. World shut down. And then, like, we didn't – we wanted to, like, hang out at, at Easter and stuff and be like, oh, maybe we should just – we could just see each other. But then, you know, there was all this guilt and, like – Yeah, it was such a – like, there was so much unknown with it. Like, we didn't – feel like we didn't see anyone for a long Mm -hmm. time um besides going to work and yeah that was weird but yeah I know I know it was a bummer because then like you got extended 
and mm-hmm. then they like canceled all traveler contracts which was so stupid because we were like yay like you get to be here for the summer like we can or like at least through the end of may like we can do more stuff and like i don't know yeah. um we were getting because i feel like it was like well, I don't know. We were hoping it would downtick. We were like, we were just expecting it to only last a couple months for some reason. Um, here we are two and a half years later. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Gosh. But yeah. The, yeah. I that know. ended up being really different than, yeah, than I had hoped, but it's okay. I I really, Denver was a place that I wanted to spend six months mm-hmm. because that would be a possibility of like somewhere that I would see myself living. But I mean, like, I'm glad I, I, I came and visited you last year yeah. and stuff. It's, and gotten to see more of the fun stuff to do in like the spring and the summer. And it's so fun. Like I, I do love Denver mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it just, that was my only contract that got canceled. So yeah so stupid yeah okay so then like I mean I went staff and you Mm -hmm. continued to travel nurse during the pandemic which like at the beginning there were no contracts right like there was nothing like people you know we weren't the NICU didn't need people because like I feel I don't know how to to speak right now oh my god (laughs) I feel like the NICU didn't need more nurses because we weren't getting like an influx of COVID patients all the time. Like all the other units were like, they needed a ton of help. And the NICU was like, I mean, we're just like kind of the same as always. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, um, think I it, it didn't take me that long to get a contract, but it, I was like panicked. And I think there was a couple that I was like in the process of talking to and they were all California. Like that's the only place that I could find. So I was really glad that I had my California license um, but yeah, I talked to a few different hospitals, like didn't get it. Um, I'm sure they were just getting scooped up super fast. And then I got the Santa Barbara one. And honestly, like at the time I didn't know really where Santa Barbara was. Cause there's so many Santas, right? There's Santa Rosa, Santa Clara, Santa Barbara, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I don't know. Sounds nice. It's on the beach. Sure. And absolutely loved it. Stayed for six months. It was amazing. Santa Barbara is awesome. Um, oh my God. It's so cute. So that's like North of, um, LA. Like it's like the Mm -hmm. next big beach town North of LA besides, or like past Malibu. Um, oh my God. It's so beautiful. And you guys lived in like a treat. Yeah. Yeah. You lived in such a beautiful little house too. And like, we got to like walk or bike to work. Right. Like, oh my Mm -hmm. God, a literal dream. It was. Yeah. I was like a mile from work. And Eric biked with me every day to work. I, I was nights there, but every night we'd bike together and then he'd drop me off and then I'd go change my, into my scrubs. And I had like, they had a whole bike rack situation up on the wall and it was really nice and just loved, loved, loved the unit there. Um, loved the people. It was chill as fuck. Like always had two babies. Um, met, yeah, met a lot of really cool really cool people and just really enjoyed my job and Mm -hmm. just enjoyed my time. And it was still a scary time because, you know, that was like really, yeah. And in the, in the, in the, what am I trying to say? Like, I mean, it was like COVID was super bad. Yeah. I know. I (laughs) can't think of the word. Yeah. I can't think of the word you're trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say (laughs) in the, thick of it <laughs> yeah 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 the thick of it and the thick of it but um yeah but we were incredibly lucky to spend uh the scariest times in such a beautiful place like yeah even though i met friends there and i did hang out with them like a couple of times but it was still like very like fearful and we were very cautious and stuff um but Eric and I mostly hung out with each other, but it was nice to be able to be like, let's go sit on the beach or mm-hmm. even our backyard was a fucking rose garden. Like, yeah, it was, it was just beautiful. Very, yeah. It was a, yeah, we're extremely lucky that that was our experience and that we were both able to work through the pandemic as well too. 
Did you do like any exploring while you were there or just like kind of stayed in Santa Barbara because it was? Well, we came and met you in LA (laughs) one day. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. 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 That was was a COVID LA trip. That was was interesting too, like just to see because like, I mean, it had really, the cases had gone down a ton and like, that's why we were still okay with going and, um, but LA had been hit really hard. Yeah. So we were like, it was just interesting to see the difference, um, between cities that you've lived in, you know, like it was just, it was interesting, but that was super fun. It must've, that must've been the summer, right? I mean. It was in October. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. It was so hot. It was so freaking hot. It was literally like a hundred degrees at Whoa. least every day. And I so hot. It was so uncomfortable. Like, oh. I remember yeah, just but- how sweaty my entire existence was. Yeah. No wonder I thought it was summer. But yeah, you're right, October. Okay. Yeah. So LA once. Um mostly just stayed to Santa Barbara because um, like we wanted to do all those wineries that are mm-hmm. right in that area, but I think COVID scared us off. We did do the, I was wrong about taking the, the coast drive in Santa Rosa. We did that from Santa Barbara cause we drove North and we drove okay. to Big Sur and we Which stayed is up there. Insane. That's like one oh. of my favorite places in the world. I love it. It's so beautiful. It's absolutely breathtaking. It's crazy. That was awesome. We loved that. We stayed in like Carmel by the sea, went to the the beaches there, did some yeah exploring. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. But most of the time we just kind of stayed in Santa Barbara, but we really explored a lot of a lot of Santa Barbara. I felt like just by biking and it's so nice. And it's like a six month vacation. Right. And it's like such a fun little town too, because it's a college town. Like UC Santa Barbara is there. And so Mm -hmm. there's just that like younger vibe and so much to do when the world isn't shut down. Um, But at least it's still like right on the beach and like state street is so cute. Oh my God. I I love it. And they would like close it down and people would be biking through Mm -hmm. it and everyone's out and walking around and, the weather was always perfect, and what's that ice cream? That ice cream is so good. I have no idea. <laughs> There's a famous ice cream there. Look it up <laughs> if you're going. Yeah, it's just a good lifestyle there. Very totally. bougie, but v bougie. But um, you know, a lot of California. Not complain. <laughs> right, a lot of coastal California. I feel like is, but um. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them because it's stunning. Um, who doesn't want to live there? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Then from there, that's when you from went there, to Phoenix, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. That was Phoenix next. Three months in Phoenix. Um, I did. I really liked it there too, actually. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't my favorite just because like landscape wise, I'm definitely like, Seattle and the greenery and the mountains yep. and that way is more of like my favorite type of environment but honestly like Phoenix especially in the winter oh my mm. gosh I mean it was a pleasant surprise we did a lot of nature there too I think mm-hmm. that There's was more... like where I got vaccinated so it was still covid but and actually that was really bad that winter it was yeah. the, the winter of the vaccines but the hospitals were like overflowing yeah it was it wasn't great that's when I no. got floated to adults. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. And you were like, absolutely not. But you just went and did helping hand stuff. And yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. That was, it's just like been such a wild ride the last couple of years with this whole thing. Like what we've mm-hmm. had to adapt to um, yeah. was, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, there's still so much hiking in Phoenix and stuff that you don't really realize is there yeah. like it's you're like we it's Arizona it's the desert hikes. but it's like I feel like all of your hikes that you went on looked gorgeous so yeah I mean and they're right there like 
Camelback is the most basic bitch hack, bitch hack, basic bitch hike of Phoenix, but it's a really good hike. I mean, it's really steep. It's like a, I think it's like a mile up, a mile back down. It's steep, but it's it's hard. It's intense. Views are amazing. But our favorite in the Phoenix area was Piestawa Peak. Oh my gosh! And get your ass up for sunrise. Do it. Sucks in the moment, but the second you get up there and you get to see the sunrise every day. Ken Koshio or whatever, he every day of his life climbs the fucking mountain with a drum set, a giant drum, and he plays the drum and the flute as the sun rises, and it's like it's like tribal music, yeah, and it's ah that's church, like yeah, it is a spiritual experience. It's ah, it's breathtaking. It's beautiful, and then you're like my day has been started and I already closed my rings. I love it's that awesome. feeling when you're like, yeah. it is 8 a.m. and I am fully done with <laughs> all of my exercise the for the day already. <laughs> um, that, yes. I mean, yeah, the pictures I've seen and like the videos I've watched too of that look like absolutely insane. And when I was there last in Phoenix last May, mm-hmm. I really wanted to do that. But like um, we were with, I was just with a big group of girls and I feel like we were like always up super late and like yeah. that was a like and we didn't have cars so it was like Uh-oh. we would have to wake up at the ass crack and take an Uber but um if I ever <laughs> go back to that area I'm definitely gonna do it that looks like yeah. so incredible oh 100 yeah would recommend but it's a commitment <laughs> yeah for sure. seriously um it's fun you get your little headlamps on and mm-hmm. it's kind of chilly in the morning and well, when we were there in the winter, like it was cold, like, you know, desert nights. So we were wearing beanies and stuff and jackets, but it was so fun. And yeah. gosh, I mean, the t- talk about day trips, like Phoenix has incredible day trips. You can go to Sedona in two hours. Oh my God. <laughs> One of the most beautiful places in, in the States, I think, like just completely like a spiritual experience and Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Hiking there is so cool. It's so different from Phoenix. Like it's mm-hmm. more like Utah. Um, and then you go a little bit more north of that and you're in Flagstaff, which is basically Boulder. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Flagstaff. Flagstaff. Yeah. I love it there too. I could live there. Like so cute. That is a fun little town. And it's at like seven thousand feet. Over seven thousand feet too, which yeah. is like wild to me. Like I didn't think I don't think I realized that. Like it's higher than Denver is. It is. Yeah, because I've gotten fucked up there too. It doesn't, it smacks you across the face. Yeah, Nothing's sure does. as bad as Crested Butte though. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, you guys were not, not well. <laughs> Wasn't, isn't that like 12,000? Like at the freaking base. I don't remember. Um, let me see if I can find it. But <laughs> um, did you guys day trip to the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Uh, obviously. Obviously. But. I think we stayed in Flagstaff and then we drove, I mean, cause it's really not that far. Dro- stayed in Flagstaff, drove to the Grand Canyon at the ass crack. And we hiked from like 4am to like 7pm. Oh my God. All the way down and then all the way back out. Oh, amazing. Yeah. It oh was really hard. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard going down first and walking and you're 15 miles in and you're like, Oh my God, I have to go up now. Yeah. That's like a mental fuckery right there. It's rough, but another incredible experience. Super glad we did it. Exactly. Like you're always going to be like, yeah, that was really like physically and mentally challenging, but like so worth it for yeah the experience the views like the memories so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was cool also went down to saguaro i think it's like you said saguaro national park um that's in tucson and that was really cool too like all the cacti Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the the saguaro cactus cacti um yeah that sounds awesome oh my god all the things um Yeah. Okay. So then. Then was my five month fun employment. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I was trying to like, 
I like remember like the timeline too. I was like, what was next? Like I just like, yeah. there's been so much. Yeah. Five months of fun employment, um, <laughs> which is incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that was, I spent my fun employment in Utah. So I got there in the winter and skied so much, like more than I've ever skied in my life. It was great. Um, and then turned to spring, turned to summer and I did all the national parks in Utah. So that was amazing. Like, oh my God. Yeah. The, like all the opportunities that travel nursing has brought you is pretty incredible. Like the no, you probably would have have done like half of these things if you had stayed staff or stayed on the East coast. Um, I wouldn't have had the money. Wouldn't have had the time. Yeah. It's like, and it's it's really the money factor too, because like, Sure, you could take PTO as a nurse and you can stock your shifts like on the beginning of the week and the end of the week, but like you have to have like the actual like money to be able to go on these trips. Like it's not like that's cheap, like and you don't yeah. make a lot of stuff as a staff nurse. So no. yeah. Um yeah, and then I mean, I feel like they're more familiar with your last couple months, but do you want to give like a quick little synopsis of what you've been doing? you know, since your fun employment? Yeah. So at that point, like I didn't really intend to take five months off. I wanted to take like two or three, but then it got to the point where I couldn't really fit in the contract. Like, because we were kind of waiting for, to find out where Eric was going to go to grad school. And I was like, I don't want to just take one. And then I want to be able to move with you. I don't want me to be somewhere and then you move. And then I have to come join you later. I just, I was like, I'll just continue to take time off. So that's why. Um, so then we found out it was going to be Pittsburgh, which was hilarious because, like, that's my second home. That's where I went to nursing school. Full circle. Um, yeah. So I, I that was a, actually kind of a tough time for me because as excited as I was to go back to Pittsburgh to see, like, my best friends, um, I feel like I've outgrown Pittsburgh. I still feel that way. just feel like it's not – it's always like going to have a piece of my heart, but it's just not like for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really struggling with that. Cause I, it was kind of like a fucking death, like in a way, like a death of my old self. Cause like, I was just so used to like fucking going to arches, going to Zion, going to, Oh, we went to Glacier, like going to Yosemite, hiking half to Like, I just loved that lifestyle so much. And I was like, my life's going to be really different going back to Pittsburgh. It's not going to be as easy to do all that. Um, and I went back to my old staff job for four months and all those feelings got even more intense because I was like, not only am I not living this like adventurous lifestyle, I'm not even a travel nurse anymore. Like then who am I? And it was sad because I was telling all the girls at work, like about, my adventures and how amazing it was. And I was like, you have to leave. Like, not Mm -hmm. that this is bad Nikki, it's not, but like, go see what else is out there and try it. Because seriously, like my life, I'm different now. Like my life Mm -hmm. is different now and I'm better for it, you know? Um, And then I was getting sad because I was like, man, they're about to go live their best lives. And I guess I'm just old and done. (laughs) (laughs) Then, of course, um, I'm, like, searching Vivian, and I'm like, oh, I make $800 a week, but I could be making four grand a week. So that's when I decided to quit and go back to travel nursing. So I did an assignment in Philly, which was, like, five hours away from Pittsburgh. So I was back and forth quite a bit, but the money was great. The experience out of this world, I was at CHOP, so, yeah, Mm -hmm. it was just that was awesome. I'm so glad I did it. I, I have no regrets about that at all. Um, and took off after chop for a little bit, which is like the perfect pace for me. I just really like to be in control of my own schedule and to have time off to see my family and friends and do the things that I love. Um, and then now was able to go with Eric to New York city for mm-hmm. a contract and be with him. So for the summer. So Yeah. I know you've had such like an incredible travel nursing journey that obviously isn't done. And I like love 
living vicariously through you as I stay in one place for the time being. But um, somewhere awesome, though. Yeah. Like somewhere that is a great place to like to stay. We do love it here. Um, we yeah. do. And I'm like trying to plan all these trips of like things to do here um, mm-hmm. while we still live here. So I'm yeah trying to make the most of it too. And um, having a little bit of free time before school starts, I'm like, can we go yeah. to Ure and Telluride for Labor Day weekend? Great. Cool. We're doing it. Oh my gosh. I really want to go to Telluride. I've never yeah. been, but that's on my list. I'm so excited. I've been like around Telluride, but never actually to Telluride itself. So I'm stoked. RA is incredible and like that whole area. So it's going to be lovely. Um, Yeah. So, hmm. um, What, like, what, yeah. What was your most like spontaneous trip that you did? Um, The first thing that comes to mind is like the half dome thing because. My friend Tyler, who I met traveling in Seattle, she was like such a big inspiration to me and really like challenged me into getting into hiking. Um, And that like, I think, you know, in a way she changed my life a lot. And we were texting and she was like, hey, the Half Dome permits are open. Like you apply, I'll apply. And then if one of us gets it, we'll take each other. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like I don't win anything. But I uh, applied and I'm the one who got the permit. So I got like my group of six and it was really like, I mean, it wasn't like spontaneous, like deciding that day, but the whole kind of thing was kind of just like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing this. And yeah, for those of you who don't know like what Half Dome is, Google it first of all, second of all, oh my gosh, it's crazy. It's like. I think it ended up being like 20 miles and it's really tough, but it is, it feels really badass to conquer that and do the cables and stuff. Like you feel like that you could do anything. It's pretty awesome. That's so fucking cool. Like that's definitely on my list of things to do. Um, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Um, what was the like hardest part about travel nursing for you? I think like, especially during the really tough parts of COVID, like with all the uncertainty, it was hard not having like a lot of support. Like I had Eric, thank God, like he was my angel through it and my rock because I don't, I would have quit. I would have quit travel nursing if I didn't Mm -hmm. have him because it was really isolating. Like, we really Especially during COVID, yeah. 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 But, like, I didn't see my best friends. Like, I didn't see Molly and Jen for two years. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Right. And there was, like, a long period of time where I wasn't seeing my parents and stuff. And it's definitely, like, a unique experience, though, to experience, like, you know, a pandemic while you're a travel nurse. Like, 100%. Even though I'm not working with COVID patients necessarily all the time, but it definitely was tough to be away from home and, and yeah, not have as many like friends to do stuff with Mm -hmm. and kind of that aspect. I can totally see that. That Mm -hmm. is super tough. Yeah. I'm so glad you had Eric throughout that because it would be, I don't even know how people did it, especially like those that were working like in the COVID units, like in the thick of it, like, oh my God, like that, you need support. And if you don't have that, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I commend them. Yeah. I think you've just had this, so many adventures and it's like, I just can't wait to see what you guys do next. You're going to be, you know, in the New York area for a bit, right? Or like at the end of the summer and then you're going back to Pittsburgh, right? Right. So So, you're like, well, I will try to get a contract close to Pittsburgh. I'm thinking Ohio might be the move. Like something two hours away. Something where, you know, like in a perfect world, I could group my days three in a row. And before my first shift, I could just drive two hours to work, stay in a hotel two nights, and then just drive back the two hours on my last day. Yeah. Stack yeah. up the cash. And then I want to have some time off in the winter to ski. 
that's yeah. what I would love to do. So. That sounds perfect. And like yeah. you can plan your life that way, which is amazing. Like you are absolutely in control of it, which is so cool. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. It looks a little bit different, you know, than it did for me when I first started. Like I was literally living out of my, not living out of my car, but like everything, all my belongings were mm-hmm. in my car as were, as were yours. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a different type of traveling. Like that is like all in versus this is a little bit more like we have a home base, still able to take the assignments. I'm doing it a little bit more so for the money and the flexibility now. Whereas when I first started, it was a little bit more for like that adventure. Sure. Um, but that's what's cool about it is like, it doesn't have to be the same for everybody. And there's a lot of different yeah. ways that you could do it. And it fits in in like different stages of your life too, which is really awesome. Like yeah, it's grown with you and like changed with you, but you still are able to do it. And that's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, guys, if you have any like other questions about travel nursing, like, or really anything in general, we'd love to answer them. Um, but if you have any other questions, like specifically for either of us, um, throw them at us. We'd love to, Yeah. if we missed anything that you're like, wait, tell me more about that. (laughs) Because, I don't know, we could talk about ourselves all day long. So, um, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah, let us know. Awesome. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. I feel like we got some good stuff in there. Maybe. This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunkordelirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com.